John chapter 11, verses 26 through 29. Eight days later, the disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and look at my hand. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe, my Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told them, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. The time of reckoning for Thomas is upon us. Eight days later, which was really seven days, as they counted the day they were in, Jesus shows up again to a locked room. Again, he says, peace be with you, perhaps to calm their nerves. He then says to Thomas, and I am paraphrasing here, you wanted proof? Here's your proof, and allows Thomas to put his finger in his wounds. His don't be faithless any longer, believe statement to Thomas seems a rebuke and is indeed. I am sure you can imagine the air in the room. Jesus had proven point for point what Thomas had been doubting. I wonder if Thomas understood the tension. I am sure he did. It is possible that he had assumed he would never get the opportunity to actually prove his doubts. And now, Jesus is standing in front of him, rebuking him for his unbelief. In verse 28, we see the high point of confession in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The verse reads, My Lord and my God. In the entirety of the Gospel of John, we see the author seeking to help us understand that Jesus was more than a man, that Jesus was 100% God, as well as 100% human. In this declaration of belief, Thomas makes this recognition and submits himself to the truth of Jesus. He had a full awakening as to who Jesus was, not only for him, but for the world as well. Beyond this, his declaration is not simply the Lord and the God, but it is in the possessive, my Lord and my God. This personalizing and possessing of the salvation that can come only from Jesus is powerful and important. It is a recognition that we still see today when someone has an awakening to the power and grace of Jesus in their lives. This recognition begets intimacy, and therefore the use of the possessive is absolutely appropriate. The end of this pericope, or section, seems a little negative. The author was not content to let the declaration be the final word. Perhaps it is because he knew that he was writing to those who would have the same doubts, but would not be able to have the same encounter with Jesus that Thomas did. Therefore, he recounts the words of Jesus that, Blessed are those who believe without the proof Thomas requires. Of course, This should be a lesson to us in stepping into faith without certain proofs. Is Jesus your Lord and your Savior? What was it like when you first assented to follow Jesus? Did you have a sense of intimacy that you hadn't had before? Is it hard for you to believe in something that you cannot see? Is proof important to you? Is a life change enough proof to believe? What does it mean to take a leap of faith?